So what is everybody doing for Thanksgiving? What, uh, Rachel, I assume you guys are the easiest answer. Well, yeah, because we're not going anywhere. Uh, but my mother-in-law is coming to town, so that's cool because nice. we haven't seen her since uh, pre-COVID. And uh, my husband, is a he, he used to cook professionally. And uh, we're both really, really good cooks. But um, And we both can cook pretty much anything. But I will always put him on some serious meat duty because he nice. can just... So we have a we have a pretty killer spread. Mother-in-law is going to be here. Um, she's this tiny Asian woman, and uh, I mean she weighs ninety pounds, if that now. And nice. she doesn't look like she can put food away. But my favorite thing to do is to put like a bag of tortilla chips in front of her and just watch her take it. It's so fun, and she always is like tries to be very polite. I'm like, do you want chips and salsa? She's like, okay. <laughs> like it's just gone. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited to watch her eat. It's going to be fun. Well, the whole family is here. So I started with Rachel like I do a lot, but let's kick it to Kevin Smith, who's here, regular host on the Friday Flyover View here for the family feast. Kevin Smith, what, uh, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving, man? Well, hey there, Adam. Happy to be on here. I, I got to admit, I was kind of hoping I'd be asked what I was sipping on. Well, I, what? I, the, That's fine. My entire... We can do that. <laughs> in my entire uh, tenure with the Heartland Pod, I haven't been asked that yet. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm drinking well, a well, Bud Kevin Light. Smith, yeah, okay, here, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll pretend. Ow. We're going to edit this part out. Kevin Smith, what are you sipping on? Well, Adam, tonight I'm sipping on a Bud Lizer. Nothing special. <laughs> I drank through uh, some of my special holiday drinks, and uh, now I'm down to the basics. Nice. Nice. Very, very classic. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah for thanksgiving um <laughs> no i'll be uh we'll be hosting a thanksgiving here at our house sure uh, my wife does this amazing thing with turkeys uh, she puts a ricotta cheese under the skin it's gonna be great what uh, so her side of the family's God coming over oh yeah i can her. elaborate on it later oh yeah she she does yeah, we'll need to work. hear more about that um, later yeah oh yeah and um for the weekend we're gonna go to my folks place uh, my son and I are going to do a little bit more deer hunting because nice. youth season has an extended weekend uh, and he wants to get a deer this year. He hasn't got one yet. Uh, we haven't had any luck out in the woods, so he's going to take advantage of uh, youth season. So just going hunting like exciting city boys, weekend man. plans. Just a couple of city boys. Yeah, out there right. Hunt on. So for <laughs> folks who don't who don't do the Twitter thing, uh, somebody basically said that we don't know anything about rural uh, <laughs> at all. And no, somebody said that. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they, tr- they tried to say that. They yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can, if people want to know, they can go on Twitter and look at it. It's pretty funny, I think. And, uh, you know, he's wrong. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean Diller, how about you? Uh, what you sipping on and uh, what's Thanksgiving going to look like in your neck of the woods? Yeah. So, sipping on the usual, of course, Costco coffee on ice. And, uh, which little trick of the trade, we're recording this right after the Monday show. So Rachel sipping on water and Sean sipping on Costco coffee. Same, same glass. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so my wife's 35 weeks pregnant. So we are off the grid and home for Thanksgiving. Nice. And it's going to be fantastic. Our in-laws are coming down and uh, they're very proactive, some of these retirees. And so <laughs> I think there was a, a smoked turkey breast was pro procured from Costco some weeks ago, I think. <laughs> and, uh, so they're going to be bringing that and some other things down. And But I do like to cook a lot. So I'm a little salty, if you'll allow it, um, <laughs> that I'm not going to be making much. That's funny. I imagine you've heard a, a great deal about this turkey 
already. <laughs> well, I've heard <laughs> so funny. That would segue right into we bought a turkey breast and we bought gravy. And it's so funny because it's like that's always just like you shouldn't be able to buy gravy. Like <laughs> right. it's an inherently like bullets. Like, you should have to make your own, you know? Yeah. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Nicholas Linky, how about you? What you zipping on? And what is Thanksgiving looking like in your neck of the woods? Nicholas Linky host course of the Delta and uh, multiple time guest on the pod prior to that. Welcome uh, in. What you sipping on? Well, tonight I'm sipping on a, a citywide from Four Hands Brewing, hey. so it's looking good. So um, to this time, we are going back to my mom and dad's to actually meet my new nephew Woo-hoo. for the first time. So Caspian, my sister, had a new son, and this will be the first time I actually get to meet him. So it'll be awesome. The, the new son that uh, what people don't know is that I actually had to edit out the fact that <laughs> the, the fact that is that true. Was having a baby from the last time we were on the pod together because you said it and then like messaged me. You're like, Oh, apparently that's not a thing that people know yet. So. Right. Right. The name, the name was, I knew was a secret, but all of a sudden I, I talked to my mom and dad and I said, is that public knowledge? She goes, I don't think they've announced that yet. I'm, oh, I think the world might know pretty soon if I don't text Adam <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. All right, well, we're going to get into it. I've got some uh, chamomile tea because the night is waning, uh, and so that's where I am headed right now. Uh, All right, so we're going to jump into it with a true or false. True or false. All right, true or false. Uh, I'm already on the record on this, so I'll go first because my answer will be fast. True or false. Thanksgiving is better than Christmas. I say true. I think uh, Christmas needs to stay in its lane. I think Thanksgiving is Christmas without the commercialism. And uh, what can I say? I'm a sucker for Charlie Brown. I agree with Charlie Brown's message. So uh, let's go uh, uh, bottom to top. Uh, Kevin Smith, Thanksgiving, true or false, better than Christmas? Well, uh, Adam, I am an elder at my church, so (laughs) I, I don't know if I can outright come out and say, this is this is the war on Christmas, right? Here. Greater. <laughs> <laughs> it's the war on Christmas. What kind of Starbucks cup are you drinking out of? Turns out it was Tyson well, Foods that was I, making uh, the war on Christmas the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go just at the commercial aspects. All right, because obviously Christmas means a lot of things to a lot of people. Holidays. So commercially, I'd have to give the edge to Thanksgiving. Um, I, I prefer like the family get together. Um, I do enjoy, uh, just kind of having a meal, sharing some time, watching some football, uh, and you know, still in November, still a little bit of fall weather. Uh, but I do love me some Christmas, um, wearing my happy holidays hat right now, which I've seen for folks who can't see, (laughs) I don't know, a hundred plus times in my life. Probably I think you've had that hat for uh, yes, absolutely. I, I got it high, in high school. school yeah, it, it was my uh, yeah. You you were still in high school. Uh, right. You're a grade or two above me. Um, I found it at a Goodwill, and it's a baseball cap with "Happy Holidays" on it, felted up with the long Santa stem. It's so good <laughs> with the ball at the end. And uh, I've been wearing it every year. My kids love it. They they take it to Hat Day at school. Sure. So I, I don't know. I do love Christmas. Uh, but wait, I'm I, sorry. I your children have holidays. something. Your children have something called Hat Day that happens. 
Yeah, oh, this is a nice super common at school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why can't you just wear a hat? Oh, not... Why do you need it? Why do you need a day? It's like can a spirit just... week. Can't you just wear a Except hat? On hat day. Spirit week. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, I might blow your mind, but we weren't allowed to wear hats to school at, at all. Girl. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, they're frowned upon. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I just of... assumed hats were not. We went to school, in, school. A, in a post-Columbine era, Rachel. Things were just a little bit different in those days. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Because I was started like, building schools thanks. to have one entrance where you immediately have to go to the office, and there are no other places to go, um, which is very common now. It would you would it, like every school that's been redone has that now. But yeah, back interesting. Back then, yeah, it was sorry, big... I'm showing my. What can I say? Like I'm, I'm definitely there. It is. My age. There's the age gap. Hat day. Now I know. Now I know. Hat day. <laughs> Nicholas Linky, what about you? True or false? Thanksgiving better than Christmas? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Christmas on this one uh, with my mom and dad. Again, like their house is built where it looks like a church. Yeah. It honestly has a very high A-frame. Walk in, they have the huge Christmas tree when we walk in. It's got lights everywhere. I mean, they really do it all up. We celebrate solstice with my family. That's how we do that. And then we celebrate Christmas with my mom and dad. So Nice, nice, nice. That's ours. So what about solstice, Thanksgiving or solstice? Oh, I mean... We make holiday videos for the kids and put them on YouTube so that they can open their presents and share it with the world. So, I mean, I'm going to have to go with Thanksgiving because that's less work. <laughs> Rachel Parker, what about you, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Oh, man. I, you know, it's funny. Uh, this, this, these, these words will not surprise anyone. I did a professional one-woman show about 10 years ago. Um <laughs> Yeah, shocked. I know. I've said that on the show before. Uh, because I'm not. It was called, well, actually, we changed the name, but it was called Jews with Christmas Trees. Noise. And it was like using Christmas because I was what I was figuring out, like how I was going to tell like that story about my ridiculous mother. Uh, of course, of course, right? Like that's what you have to well, do. That's, I like was curious about when I wrote it. Even I was like, I wonder where Rachel comes at on that. Like, was she? Were they like a Hanukkah family? Well, that's they... that's kind of what the show was about. Was that my mother was like, okay, so we're just gonna like. She was like one of those people that we we basically had secular Christmas. Sure. Which was sort of what the holiday kind of originally was. Anyway, it was just a it's a winter solstice festival. So right, right. Uh, and what's interesting is that I wrote that show because like I started putting together like the crazy things that happened and like when they happened. And I was like, dude, a lot of them were like on Christmas or like right before, <laughs> right after Christmas. Um, so I think I'm going to have to rep for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is really a cook's holiday. Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely. we are a food household and I love to cook and my husband loves to cook. And I, uh, since my culinary skills got pretty confident when I was in my twenties and that's when I stopped going home for things. I stopped going home for Thanksgiving when I was in college because it was just too difficult because I was in LA and it was just, Oh, it's such a hassle to fly. Uh, and I started just kind of doing my own thing. And so it became like a, a joy to just make absurd amounts of decadent, ridiculous, amazing, uh, fair. And it's, it's like the only secular holiday that I can celebrate with my Jewish family or my Parker side. So, um, it's, you know, I could always kind of do both. And so I usually yeah. get two Thanksgivings in one day. So it was kind of great. So I'm a Thanksgiving girl at heart, I guess. Sean, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Thanksgiving, hundred percent. It comes sooner. So I'm not sick of the holidays yet. <laughs> it's shorter in general. Yeah. So I'm less likely to get sick of the holidays because of it during it. 
and, um, and yeah, it's like, it's a way more low key and less pressure in my head. Um, that's why I like Thanksgiving. I've always wondered that. why there's not some Thanksgiving movies. Cause I feel like that's why Christmas gets so much shine is just cause there's an endless trove. Home for the holidays. Movies. The classic. Yeah, that's true. The Jodie Foster movie. I no, love that true. movie. I've never of heard course, of it. Because of course I, I gonna... do. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick. I also like Thanksgiving cause Abraham Lincoln proclaimed thanksgiving as a national holiday so i think that's a cool thing too we'll have a presidential trivia about uh about that coming up here so we'll oh, see. okay hopefully so i didn't see ruin. how much how much water what you have to say holds um yeah i agree with rachel too about it being a cook's holiday that's uh we're uh you know right now it's a little bit hard to find oil you can find it but it's not everywhere uh usually my uh, father-in-law will fry a turkey and then uh last year like i smoked a turkey he fried a turkey um, and, uh, so I'm going to smoke a turkey breast, uh, on the day of, I did not buy a smoked turkey breast. I'm going to actively smoke a turkey breast and, uh, it'll be, it'll be wonderful. Dude, was that a burn? That, was that wasn't a burn. Like I want to smoke a turkey breast, man. No, the I'm ready. Ready. Sean I'm agrees ready. with what I just said. Okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just happy for you. Yeah. I'm positive. He agrees with that statement. So, yeah. Are you going to brine it? Do you brine stuff before you smoke it? I don't know what you're supposed to I do. Br- yeah. I brine the shit out of it, man. Yeah. yeah. Like crazy. Oh, definitely. I did one last year. I did a video of it last year, and uh, it was a whole. I, I did that. a whole bird, and uh, yeah, brined that sucker, put it in the bucket, and had orange slices and all kinds of stuff in there. It was great. It was wonderful. All right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, no, yeah. All right, yeah, no. Forcing yourself to spend Thanksgiving with certain family members post pandemic. Uh, I know some folks would say the pandemic is still on. Yeah, we can debate that all day long. But the bottom line is a lot of people are getting together again for the holidays. And, you know, I think people are starting to cull the herd a little bit on family gatherings <laughs> a little bit. So let's go in reverse order. Um, I will answer that. And, uh, you know, so my my yeah, no on that is just uh, it's it's not that long of a day. And so I can kind of get through it and stomach it in the past. But now, after so long where we just didn't have to. Yeah, no, I just don't, I don't want to. It's just, yeah, no. Sean? (laughs) I like a chill holiday. So yeah, I mean, I don't mind hosting because I love cooking and I don't think about how clean Michelle wants the house to be until like right beforehand. And (laughs) so it's less stressful, but uh, it has been nice just like the pandemic, you know, just, removing that pressure as or like planning and yeah it's just like just having a built-in nice. reason to just be like no sorry right right yeah <laughs> for people that you have some nice see. long phone calls some uh pictures will be exchanged and that's enough yeah yeah maybe a speakerphone at the table rachel parker what about you i mean i never so yeah, it was never like an easy day for me. Um, Thanksgivings are, are my, I don't want, this isn't that kind of podcast, but like I already said I did a one-woman show. So let's just go there. Uh, high school was really difficult. And um, uh, I feel like when you're in the middle of like a challenging, particularly adolescence, hi- holidays just highlight everything that's 100%. wrong. And yeah. like the most awkward, like everyone's nodding in the mirror, like, yes, they do that very much. Um, and so Thanksgiving started to suck really quickly is the point. And so to Christmas. And so the minute that I could individuate my own sense of celebration with my chosen family, when I got older, 
it just became the, the way that I did things. Now that I'm back in town, um, uh, my family and I are doing kind of our own like separate Thanksgiving because like my sisters are both married. Um, my dad and his wife go to usually her brother's house and, um, he's out in Troy and like it, he and I are, I like him, but we don't really have a relationship. So it's not like that's where I'm going to go. So I've always kind of done things on my own. So I'm just going to say, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know where I, I was, I guess I was, yeah, no, yeah. 30 years ago. How's that for an answer? Right. Is that good? Does that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. And it is the forced, like this forced assimilation factor is just so weird to me. Like I don't, I don't spend time with most of these people normally. Like, why do I have to just like, why? Because we have some genealogical connection. Like, I don't, I just don't understand it. I don't. Nicholas Linky. No. Yeah. Just no. <laughs> yeah. We keep it locked down for the no, pandemic. Yeah, too, just no. Yeah. Just yeah. no. Yeah. No. People aren't coming over. I'm not, I can't do an indoor thing. It's really not in the cards. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to, but no. We uh, we've passed we've passed the whole filter as far as vaccinated, not vaccinated. Seeing how many shields we can put up, we yeah. played that game for a very long time. Like, is this person? Is that person? How do we clear this all out? How do we do all this? And then after a while, we're like, yeah, no, yeah. no, we're just not gonna even take chances. We're not gonna vet everybody if it's if we know, we know, and otherwise, no. Well, I my, just. I- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was just gonna say, like, I we had a th- we had a little family Thanksgiving uh, this week at my dad's house, and nobody told me I love my family. Like, this is the not crazy side of the family. Like, not at all crazy. Like, these are this is my father and his wife and my sisters, and they're wonderful. Um, but people forget that my uncle goes to see my grandmother. My uncle's not allowed to come over to the house because he's not vaccinated because he's an idiot. And uh, he's not crazy. He's just not very smart. So he's been spending a ton of time with my grandma, who's 96 and live in, lives in an assisted living facility. She's decided that she doesn't, quote unquote, need a third shot now. because. So anyway, I didn't know any of this. And I walked in the room and like they're all unmasked and my grandma's there. And I was like, God damn it. I'm going to spend the whole time outside, aren't I? Yep. <sighs> so like I had, I was eating on their back porch and I was like, well, this certainly kind of sucks. So yeah, I, I guess I'm just going to double down on the yeah, no, yeah. But I had to pick up on what Nick said because like, yeah, people still aren't really, it's still not really occurring to them what right. they're exposing you to and stuff at this point. Well, that's it, it made me think of the, it makes me think of the old brother where I like, they got this pandemic on and I got to do for me and mine. <laughs> just, just sorry. Sorry about you. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm pretty pro family gathering. I, I don't know. I'm a like we're at a situation now where um, everybody I am related to is vaccinated, so I don't have to worry about that. And that's handy. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm a consummate host. I'm an extrovert to the to the tenth degree. I like getting together with folks. Uh, so I'm pretty excited to be back into things. Uh, I will admit that um back in the back during uh covid i did enjoy having like a lot more time just the core family unit right uh that was really enjoyable sarah was home from school uh she's a school teacher my wife so she's not home as much as uh, other people's spouses so that was kind of nice but 
I don't know. Yeah, I got a I got a brother-in-law who's a big enough Trump supporter that he thanked Trump one time at a Thanksgiving meal. Sure. Um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've been down that path. Yeah. Yeah. Have like you, you know, are, are you serious? You guys that, have like, both seen this happen? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, like it was <laughs> I had another uncle, I not mean, the one was, I we were going around the room. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. They call him Daddy Trump. Thanks to Daddy Trump. <laughs> Papa Trump. I don't know. He, Papa I think T. he did. It. He looked. He looked straight at me when he did. I think he did it to try to get under my skin. Sure. Um, but uh, you gotta own the you know, lips, like Kev. for the most part, like Duh. yeah. I mean, for the most part, like my brother and my mom and I, like we're the three. We're three like pretty political people. We all have differing views, but we have great conversations. Like we sure. have good, solid political chatter uh where there's some ebb and flow to like where we fall on ideas and i enjoy those uh so uh, my wife's side of the family i guarantee there's some folks who see completely different from me but we never talk about it and <laughs> but i just love seeing my family you know yeah, yeah. like it's it's one of those things I, weirdo uh, with your family that you like it's all vaccinated yeah, nothing and friendly even my brother-in-law <laughs> I don't know. Even my brother-in-law, who uh, who tried to get on his skin with that, like I typically get along with and stuff. Loving we have lots of things in common family. outside of politics. I, I it's just when he starts talking politics, I just leave the room. At this sure. point, I've kind of given up on even trying to go toe to toe with him or anything because there's really no use to it. All right, let's move on to this. Is going to pick up. This is going to turn into some bigger stuff now. All right, buy or sell. And Nick, I don't know. I know you may have opinions of this that are old opinions, but feel free to weigh in still. Buy or sell. Fried turkey is better than baked turkey. I'm buying the hell out of it. I think it typically is, uh, especially the dark meat, is incredible. Nick, Nick, lead us off because you will either have the best or worst opinion on this. Which opinion you do you want, Adam? That, that's that's what. <laughs> Whatever opinion you have for me, that's the opinion that I want. <laughs> All right. So Scientific you, one. Sure. If you fry anything, <laughs> there is a certain advantage that's bestowed upon whatever you're frying. <laughs> So let's let's paint it that picture. Absolutely so true. If I can, yeah. if I can honestly take take the tofu loaf that I'm going to be eating, right? Put yeah. it in the oven and then just fry the hell out of it in a pan afterwards. You know sure. what I mean? I'm I'm probably going to do that now. That's what I'm going to do so now. Why can't you? Can't you just? Do, I've had fried tofu before. Well, I've made fried, oh, I've made yeah. fried tofu with buttermilk um, and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's good. good. You um you do it where you uh you bake it. You go ahead and do all the process, and then after that, that's how you make the sandwiches. After the, uh, you guys have the old turkey meat sandwiches sure, afterwards, yeah, 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 yeah. with the mayonnaise and all that kind of fun stuff after the, after the day is over. Yeah, That's how we treat ours. Food, we have to yeah. fry it. So we do both. We do both. It's just no bird. Oh, wow. sorry. Yeah, that ruins it for you. But I know. this is a very uh, <laughs> I, educational. I'd eat the hell episode. out of it. I mean, uh, no, I mean, having had fried tofu, it's probably actually pretty good. Like, I respect that a lot more than the people that like try to make like a tofu dome. Yeah. And then stuff it and bake it. And like you, I've been to that Thanksgiving <laughs> where like you cut into it and it's just like, it just tastes like weird, dry, crumbly tofu stuffed with like wet steamed 
vaguely tofu flavored like vegan things and stuff so that sounds way better that sounds tasty actually it's shaped like a turkey though rachel that's the most important part (laughs) tricks the mind it's a a mind in california for a long time kevin i was in california for a long long time i've seen a lot of like but it (laughs) looks yeah stop it (laughs) yeah a lot of lot of like did you want to no i don't i'll just not eat it it's fine i'll just have some bread it's fine kevin what about you fried turkey baked turkey buy or sell all right um, oh, this is tough. Uh, I'm gonna have to sell and go with the, the baked turkey only because, and I alluded to this earlier, the way my wife prepares it, a little background. Yeah. On me, say I more words a, now. Yeah. 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 I have a hotel and restaurant management degree. I'm an excellent chef. Uh, I, I went to culinary school. My wife can outcook me on the days she tries. Normally I'm cooking every day in the kitchen. I mentioned before, she's a teacher. I'm the one that's home. So anyway. And I've eaten Kevin's she does grilled this. chicken before. Uh, and it's very, <laughs> very, very good. She does this thing with the turkey. All right. So she, first of all, um, she she breaks it. Like she she pulls out um, all the bone and everything like that. Breaks the, Pulls out the backbone. That, batch, that's batch called cocking. batch cocking, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. And uh, she actually, like, she shoves ricotta cheese, a ricotta cheese blend underneath the skin, which does the same thing that frying does that, to keep that moisture in, keep the meat moist. Good God. Um, only now, like, when you bake it, you have this layer of ricotta cheese. You can't, you can't deep fry cheese in that way. So you'd lose it all in the, in the deep fry. So it sure. comes out just as moist as it comes out of the deep fry. Um, and I'll eat a deep fried bird any day of the week. Like I've been to, a, we do that at my folks place. Um, and, but I really love her oven roasted Turkey as is evident by my just gushing about it right now. We're going to need some pictures, please. Oh yeah. The Slack. I, please share absolutely. Wow. Throw it up on Twitter. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> a work of art. Rachel, what about you? Fried? Buy it or sell it? Well, I, I feel really torn. So the so I haven't had a fried turkey in a long time um, because you when you live in a condo, you can't do that. Uh, and I did for like a long time. And, but uh, I was in a relationship for several years with, um, we were in the, one of those relationships where he did only, he only cooked on Thanksgiving. Like that was the day he cooked every year. And he made his grandmother's, he had a French Canadian grandmother and he made her stuffing recipe. So he stuffed the bird, it was a meat stuffing. And so it was sausage meat, a little bit of lamb, clove, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of like, um, That's some very stuffing, French, yeah. very provincial, very French. Not and so he would top. get the biggest bird he could get. Yeah, no bread, it was all meat. He would get the biggest turkey he could get because the stuffing was so insane that he needed the biggest bird he could find to justify getting more stuffing. And the clove and all the herbs with that, of course, like permeate like all of the meat, like it would even kind of get into some of the dark meat. And so we had that. So he had to do it every year. Like that was just so we went one year. I was like, well, we're going to go to my friend's house um, and they're going to fry a turkey. He's like, then we shall have two birds because I'm going to make my turkey. And everybody's like, why are you making two turkeys? (laughs) I was like, this is this thing. We're making two turkeys. So we had side by side. We had his meat stuffed turkey. And we had the fried turkey and nobody could move. We were just like, stop (laughs) eating both. They're so delicious. One had bit my friend Brian did. 
and it had like a peppercorn orange situation going on. And so by the time you fried it up, like the meat was just so succulent and so ridiculous. Coriander. And oh, it's just, and then we had the meat stuffed turkey with the meat stuffing. And I think that is the most full I've ever been on Thanksgiving, if I remember correctly. Like <laughs> oh we just my made, God. So I can't, <laughs> I can't decide. I can't decide. Sounds I can't decide. I don't know. Good. It was unbelievable. I get it, Rachel. I get it. Yeah. So those are some elaborate preparations. Yeah. Those yeah. sound all really good. All the way back to the ricotta or for our listeners in Brooklyn, regatha. Uh, <laughs> Regot. <laughs> Mutarel. I learned how to say it on The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I it, can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember having fried turkey more than maybe once or twice, really. But I do remember it being really good. I like roasting a nice brined turkey for sure. I love real stuffing in an oven roasted turkey. But I think the best, and this is a shout out to my dad, who, you know, for all of my, uh, you know, kind of carping about family in general about the holidays, really just the holidays stressed me out. I love my family. And the best turkey <laughs> is in a Weber kettle, charcoal, not smoked, but put that thing in the middle, coals around the outside, salt, pepper, butter all around the skin. And just how, so you're, but you're kind of technically still smoking it though, sort of, right? Well, right. Like, but you know, and you can, but you get it the probably full would charcoal. take it up another Notch, but it's yeah, a little it's like, bit different. I cook on both. I have I've a, never done. I've I never a, done that. Like that a sounds amazing. Smoker. I have a big, huge, like side by side where which I posted a story on my social media about like a big, huge side by side where you build a massive wood fire, and I have a Weber kettle, and they just do different things. Like the Weber kettle gives you more of a grill thing and less of a smoke thing, even if you do smoke it. So I, I like so he probably great. does like the charcoal ring where it like slowly burns the charcoal around the edges and you just oh no he, I mean and... he might do that now but I'm thinking of back like in the 90s when I was a kid I just remember vividly this insanely moist you know outdoor grilled or you yeah. know roasted on a grill turkey I bet he just puts so much butter on it I want to oh. make Sean Diller go back in time to eat one of my mother's mother's dry just desiccated <sighs> like you're like you cut into it and you're just like is this floss or is it meat like it is like it just you just pull apart it looks like string cheese like it's so oh, overcooked God. that's yeah. i grew up with a mom who could just i mean she can just cook and thanksgiving is her like she can cook and thanksgiving is her favorite thing in the world to do and i mean the turkeys that would come out of this oven just mind-boggling like how perfect they would be am i still like i'll take the fry but it's just it's unreal like what a perfect turkey can really can really really be oh yeah i mean peggy smith could throw down some turkey any day i don't doubt that for a second (laughs) let's move on to presidential trivia i don't usually play the whole thing but you know it's just fun are you custom dialing in those oscillators that a little sign plus a little saw wave are you doing that uh i wish (laughs) i wish i was that good at it no actually the program that i have uh has like it like that's a preset and you just hold the button down and it just goes better do that i just like i did like 45 of them one night and just was like no 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 that's it <laughs> and made that drop. I knew what I wanted it to be. Um, I wanted it to be a techno hail to the chief, but I just didn't know how to get where I wanted to go. 
So. That's great. Was that the sequencer? I was talking yeah. about the sound, but anyway. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's called uh, Song Exploder with Rishi uh, Kirway. Um, okay. Presidential trivia. I have the question. Sean alluded to it in a way earlier. Uh, so in 1941, Congress passed a law permanently establishing Thanksgiving on the last Thursday of November. Uh, because prior to that, the president had the power to set the day for Thanksgiving by proclamation and Roosevelt to give more shopping time to the Christmas shopping season, moved Thanksgiving up to the third Thursday, multiple years in a row. And then people did not like it. And so Congress passed a law. So let it be said, the last populist legislation passed in the United States, possibly 1941, <laughs> when the Congress uh, said, no, no, Mr. President, thou shalt not be a king. The people have spoken. So, uh, okay. So formal creation of the holiday was in 1870. And before then, one president specifically told Americans that they should celebrate a day of Thanksgiving, specifically told them to, to celebrate it on the last Thursday of November. Kevin Smith, name that president. Whew. We're gonna hit me up right off for, off the bat. I, I thought about making you all send it uh, to me in like separate chat boxes just to really make it legit, but <laughs> I don't think it matters that much. Oh, let's see. I'm gonna be terrible at this one. Um, so this be post Roosevelt pre eight, pre 1870 in 1870. Oh, pre 1870. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> there was a national holiday created in 1874 Thanksgiving. Prior to that, it was not a actual national holiday. So there was a president that not there's, there's plenty of stories about presidents and Thanksgiving, but there's one story that specifically said celebrated on the last Thursday of November before 1870. I'm going to go early. I'll, I'll just go John Quincy Adams. Nicholas? My answer now and always will be Madam President Harris. <laughs> Hour and a half, baby. Hour and a half. Rachel? Rachel Parker? She's muted. I assume she's looking up the answer. That's all this is. This is stalling. She's looking it up. It's got to be what it is. I have no idea why you're muted. This is this is wild. Let's see. I'm leaving all this in, by the way. Sorry, it does this thing where my <laughs> Zoom, when I go out to another screen, sometimes I'll come back and the main Zoom screen will just vanish. Just gone, yeah. And I just have to go up in the window and reopen it. Um, I'm just gonna say Polk because I don't know why. I'm just like literally like just pulled that name out of my out of my tuchus. And so otherwise, he would have Polk. no legacy. So that gives him. Yeah, legacy. sure. Why not? Let's give him that one. Sean, you threw me with this. Like they're saying we should celebrate it on the last Thursday. Because should I stick with Lincoln or actually? Here's what my answer is going to be. It's Ulysses S. Grant. It was Lincoln. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like God. He threw a softball at us. It was 1863. President. Lincoln well, I knew that. So specifically said, uh, 
Well, if you did, you would have said it. So you didn't say it. So <laughs> George Washington proclaimed a day of thanks that, you know, this it was not a new holiday by any state uh, stretch of the imagination, but the formalities of it really all the way up until 1941. So kind of an interesting little, little uh, tidbit there on our presidential trivia. All right. We got some ranked choice voting that's going to happen here. And uh, we're going to build the perfect holiday feast table. So each person is going to get four picks here. We are going to assume some type of uh, protein or, uh, in Nick's case, some type of protein substitute. So your turkey, your your ham, if you're one of those families. You're, you know, Some people get really crazy and they do a brisket for Thanksgiving sometimes. Uh, so whatever that main part of it is, uh, just assume that that is in there. And uh, all the rest of it is going to be part of our ranked choice voting. So uh, we will start with the drink, then we'll do the starch, and then the vegetable, and then the dessert. Uh, you may, uh, Now, those are the categories. You can choose any of the four categories on every turn. So it's up to you to keep track of what you've done. Uh, on that, I'll I will I'll have a little thing here as well. But uh, keep track of what you're doing, and we will uh, pick one of the four. Once an item is taken, it's locked, can't be chosen again. So, for example, if somebody says mashed potatoes, okay, then mashed potatoes are gone. But it doesn't lock all potato versions, okay. So if if you do like some people do like a cheesy, you know, chunky potato thing with like cornflakes and stuff on top. Um, that's not a mashed potato. Obviously sweet potatoes are different, you know, and there's different, different ways. Those are made as well, you know, candy yam versus just sweet potatoes. So, so all of that, you know, could be mix and match. That's fine. Uh, however, uh, does not apply to the drink. So red wine swallows all dark tannin wine, right? You can't, Get, you can't parse out red wine, white wine. Like I'm doing types. Merlot. I would hope right. nobody on this podcast would do this. Right. Jesus I've, Christ. I, I resent that we can't pick varietals, but I'm okay. You Sorry, can. Continue. I'm just saying, like you can say, I'm doing a red. Here's the red that I'm doing. But once you've, once somebody's done the red, reds are locked. Like we're, we're, that's it. Cause we're not going to end up all doing red wines and looking like idiots to that guy who was making fun of us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I That's can't my believe you're a motivation. Look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, let me see. Let me double check the rest of the rules here. They're long. They're written by a lawyer. Um, uh, you can be specific to the drink, but it will lock the general area, like I just said. I will, and I will. Uh, if there's a discrepancy. Uh, I'm going to be like the governor in Nebraska who is going to run all of education. I'll just make a decision and you guys can rabble about it uh, if you want to. So, all right. The order is going to be um, because Nicholas's table is, I believe, at an inherent disadvantage for the voting at the end with his non-turkey. Uh, and that's not a judgment, by the way. I'm just saying I think people like turkey more than not turkey. Um, and so he gets to go first. So a drink, a starch, a veg, a dessert, you can pick any of those. What do you got? I'm just going to start at the top of my list because I, I think it's going to be radically different from everybody else. I'm kind of being a little bold with it. And I have to clarify, Mr. Lawyer, uh-huh. is this an alcoholic beverage or is this simply a beverage? Simply a beverage. Anything you want. All right. I'm going to have to go with an Arnold Palmer because my uh, father and I and my grandfather, actually, that's a big staple of 
our uh, our Thanksgiving is to be able to try to mix and perfectly, you know, the chemist thing back and forth, trying to make sure that sure. you get that nice, perfect separation. Can I ask? That was, that was a game. Can I ask the source of both the tea and the lemonade? Is that too nerd? Like, are you just country timing it and lifting? Are you are you doing? Are you squeezing lemonade? What are you doing? What's it's going incredibly, on? Incredibly well, good question. There, there's two things here. It's grandma that does the lemonade, so you know you don't know. Like God, back in the day, so I'm cool. sure it was squeezed and perfect i'm sure now it has country time with lemon wedges thrown inside of it and when it comes to the dinner table it looks great but i will say this i do know that the tea has always come out of a small little measuring cup with the tea bag stuffed inside it and microwaved until you can actually pour it into so that i know that that's always the case but either way that has to be mixed together perfectly layered beautifully done so very nice the arnold palmer yes all right sean you get the second pick can I do a drink too? You do whatever you want. Okay. So I feel stupid talking about the wines just now, the difference of like red and white, because actually what I have written down is box wine. That's my drink. Box God. wine. Yeah. God, bless, God bless you, sir. <laughs> I think, you know what? I, I think box wine can be, doesn't lock the category. Oh, okay. I think it's its own. Thing. Everybody wins. Yeah. Well, sure. Is this, is it stay in the box or is it just eventually the bladder? That you <laughs> eventually you're going to have to pull that bladder out. That bladder's yeah, coming out at some that point to, like, to, get the, to get to milk it. That's when everyone's right? gone home. That's if I'm hosting, right. right. Then the bladder comes out. And you're but just dribbling it directly into your mouth. Yeah. Right. But you can <laughs> lean up against the kitchen counter. People come and go. You can kind of talk. You can kind of have a few healthy pours. By eight o'clock, you're, you know. Yeah. Right. My, my question, though, is my question is, since red and white wine, is it box wine and bladder wine? Are those the same thing? I almost said jug wine, honestly. Well, I think that's what I'm asking. That's a big thing. Carlo Rossi jug wine. <laughs> I think that's I think that's in the eyes of the beholder. But I, there are some pretty good box wines now. Like, I, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about the Franzia yeah. box wine. Yeah, I think box wine is just its own thing because it's its own category. So. I don't think you because like I don't ever care like what the varietal is on the outside of the box at all. I'm never I don't care. Box wine. Get yes. Buy drink. All right. Um Rachel, you get the next pick. Um, I make really, really insane macaroni and cheese. So it's not it's not Thanksgiving anymore without mac and cheese. That was declared a few years ago. Excellent. Um that's powerful. True, true story. My cousin, so I make it all the time. It's always like if, if someone's, if, if I'm going to a Thanksgiving and somebody says, can you make something? I'll be like, I'll just make some mac and cheese. If nobody else is making it, they're like, it's fine. Someone else is bring it anyway, because no one's ever said, oh no, there's too much macaroni and cheese. Thanksgiving. Right. So, um, and I, you, you know, situation I just, over here, there's entirely too much macaroni and cheese. Yeah, exactly. Gathering. Let's make some calls. Um, Real problem. I'm going to tweet about this right now. So. <laughs> I never really like anything else. Like you guys know this, like, like as cooks, like I, I kind of eyeball it. Like I'm like, I had a little of this and yeah. I kind of taste it and I go, oh, I want a little more gruyere this year. I want a little more of this. So my cousin during COVID, right? please God. Yeah, you make of course. Do, okay. What am I at? Amateur? No, I just assumed. Yeah, there's I just a little, wanted to make sure. I was just very, there's a, there, I do a roux and then I also had some heavy cream. So sure. it's kind of, yeah. so it's kind of got a little, a little of both. Um, Damn. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. No, it's really great. And so, uh, so I perfected it 
over the years without really ever knowing exactly how much I use. I just kind of do it by, by, by taste and yep. sight and stuff. Yep. And my cousin was like, I need your macaroni and cheese recipe. And I was like, um, okay. And I was a little, um, I may have like just had a beer or something like this was again, height of COVID last year. And so I started texting her a recipe and I looked at it in the morning and I was like, I better test this. Cause she eats, they eat later than we do. So <laughs> I made it and it was amazing. And so now I actually have a recipe for my macaroni and cheese. And I'm happy to share it anytime it's not a secret, but I just thought it was really funny that I was like, I did it pretty confidently. And I was like, I've never actually done this. I've never actually measured anything. So uh, yeah, so now there's actually a consecrated Rachel's macaroni and cheese recipe that's that's circulating through my family and it actually is really good. So mac and cheese, that's, that's what I'm funny. saying. It's gotta I, be on there. I literally just did that. I had a cousin who had moved uh, overseas and she was back to visit and she was making the rounds. And I did like my, like my barbecue spread. I made a brisket, I made mac and cheese and made beans. I did the whole thing. And she was just like, Oh my God, I need your Mac and cheese recipe. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Like, give me a minute. And I pulled out my little book that I taken barbecue notes in. And I like, I just was like guessing at what I do. And most of it was like something like this about this much. You really have to test it. Like it was all very vague on like what the measurements were, but yeah, it's technically written down. Right. I, I get that all the time from my wife. She's like, why don't you write it down? I'm just like, that's the fun. There's no fun in that. There's no fun in writing it down. So All right, we're talking about a we're talking about a Heartland Pod cookbook now. Oh, I like oh, snap. Move over, Subscribe Junior League. Yeah, yeah whatever right. we all do, get together and eat. It's gonna be re- gonna like be there's one, two, three, oh four, five cooks in front. Five cook, five, five <laughs> hardcore, serious. Like we're we're gonna be like, okay, who's just one of us can only make only one of us can make a baked bread thing. <laughs> only one of us can make dessert. Like let's not go nuts. It's gonna be crazy. It'll be it's like be this. Mental. I'll have to have a dram. Yeah, right, I'm going to go and then Kevin's going to get the turn. So Kevin gets the last, but he gets the first on the second round. So there's there's a, a little bit of an advantage there, I think. Um, oh, nice. And I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take pecan pie. I just I just I want Damn the pecan it. pie. I got to have the pecan pie. That was there, mine. I'm aware of the other pies. Oh, snap. Rachel, too. Um, but there comes a day in every person's life where they finally try pecan pie and they finally look at, stop looking at it and going, and they, and they weep, yeah. they weep because they're, they're like, this has been around my whole life. Goodnesses. <laughs> it's a, it's unbelievable. It's one of the greatest things that's ever been created. Ever. Sticky, ever. crunchy. Ever. It's super oh, it's sweet. It's the best. It's uh, the best. It's we ordered one. Yeah. This year we ordered a pecan pie. I'm delighted about it. It's just kind you of bastard. All right, Kevin. All right, what am I leading off? Do I get to choose? You can any one of the four: drink, starch, veg, dessert. Once you've done it, you're you're done. With that, any one of the four. All right, I'm going to go with drink then to to begin with. Um, for me, I like to pair a turkey with a good brown ale, and mm. uh, specifically for me, I like a good cast iron oatmeal brown from Four Hands. So, uh, but I've any brown ale that. will really fit the bird. Oh, yeah. I mean, brown ale is good pairing with turkey. Civil Life is probably the only Missouri brown ale I've had. But... Forehands make some pretty. Oh, Civil Life is good. Yeah. yeah Actually, Civil hoping Life to have a Forehands um, rep on the like... show pretty soon, but working on that. So 
Oh yeah, excellent. Yeah, I also uh, I like a Newcastle Brown. Uh, that was kind of the first brown ale I ever tried. That was tried. my exposure you know, to brown. English. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but pretty much any will do. Um, right. So Kevin, to be clear, oh, Kevin gets uh, beer. Mule. All right, Kevin all gets beer. He yeah, can be all, <laughs> yeah, he can be specific <laughs> with his thing. Now that doesn't mean that you can't have other forms of libation, right? Mead is still, of course, on the table. There are other versions of things. So, uh, but anyway, okay. So Kevin, beer. Four hands cast iron. All right, so I go into my second one, huh? Yep, yep. Right um, into it. We run it back. It's a snake I'm going to go with vegetable just because I make a mean green bean casserole. Um, And I think that falls under vegetable, yeah, green bean casserole. Yeah. No, for almost sure. Almost soup. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. and uh, that's about as basic as it gets. But I love I, any recipe I that was invented stuff. for companies to sell canned goods. Right. Have you heard that NPR interview as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I, I can make a green bean casserole from scratch. It's pretty good. But honestly, like, there's no, nothing the, the, wrong the Campbell's, with Campbell's yeah, soup it's, it's amazing. mixed in. My mother had a joke that she said nothing good ever came from the word start with a can of cream of Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. That was her joke. I would heartily disagree. <laughs> yeah, Did she was... also have that really dry turkey? No, that was her mother. No, my mother was a great cook. Her mother just, oh, just okay, uh, okay. was a joyless woman um, who resented that she still had to do like <laughs> things like that. So she just, every once in a while, she'd bust something. Her oatmeal cookies were great, but her turkeys, I remember like having, I remember like the first time I had a good turkey, I was like, it could have been like this the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, did no one tell me? <laughs> and my mom could make a really good turkey, actually. She was I just had turkey. some cheesy potatoes the other day at this new barbecue place uh, near where I live, and... Uh, I was like, man, what is going on in these cheesy potatoes? It's like mushrooms. And I was like, oh, they're making their roux with cream of mushroom soup. Like you could clearly tell that that's how they were getting where they were going with these cheesy potatoes. And it was amazing. Just take the middleman out and just put MSG in it and it's fine. Like just Keep get your own MSG. Cream. Yeah, it's great. Heavy yeah. cream. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used, as I used to have MSG someone... in my fried chicken recipe and I finally took it out a few years ago. <laughs> You know, speaking as someone who's an amateur, like mushroom hunter, uh, you can put mushrooms in just about anything. Absolutely. And uh, That's a hearty it, amen. it really brings out, really brings out a good flavor. Hearty amen on that. All right, I'm going to go with my drink and I am going to go with bourbon and uh, I'll be specific and I am going to go uh, just, just because I'm going to go with some Woodford Reserve, uh, not the double oak, just standard Woodford Reserve. I don't need the double oak for Thanksgiving because it's going to be a long day. And so I need it to be mixed. Uh, it's kind of an old fashioned or the ginger. Uh, you get some ginger ale and a little some orange slices. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And you can make a nice big tall one if you want. Or you can put it in a tumbler with a lid on it and take it with you, uh, you know, for the day. It's wonderful. So uh, not just, not driving, but, you know. Just want to thank you for putting that on the table. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. It's fantastic. All right, um, Rachel, you're up. You have a starch. You need a drink and a veg and a dessert. What do you got? All right, well, since wine's still on the table, um, I I don't drink red wine a whole lot anymore. It doesn't uh, it doesn't agree with my countenance these days. But <laughs> prior to that, I was pretty devoted to getting uh, a a bottle of uh, Beaujolais Nouveau, which is this is its season. So uh, you can get Beaujolais any old time of year, but the Nouveau grapes our fall grapes. And so it's a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving tradition. And it's a wonderful, speaking of pairing, a Beaujolais Nouveau 
goes with every single food on the Thanksgiving table because it's it's light, it's fairly dry, but it's got a little bit of fruit to it. It's not nearly as commanding as a Cabernet. It doesn't really like to be drunk on its own. It really is sort of designed to go with like uh, harvesty kind of fall foods. So um, yeah, I'm going to say Beaujolais Nouveau. And that anybody can call me pretentious. I don't give a shit. It's delicious. <laughs> Wine that is released shortly after grape harvest and is sold for immediate consumption. Usually, nouveau. That makes sense. It's new. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Rachel, I think that I rattled off at uh, least three different brown ales. I, I don't think I can did. call you pretentious. You no, you not did. at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, but if that's a good. That's a great <sighs> thing to bring somebody to if you're going to a party and you don't know what to bring. You can bring a bottle of Beaujolais Nouveau and sure. say that out loud. People will be like, "That's so interesting." And then you drink it, and it really isn't as because the the flavors aren't as developed yet. It right. really is like a great pairing wine for nice. really a, a very heavy rich meal. All right, Sean, you've got box wine. Uh, you've got starch, veg, and dessert. Where are you going? So do I have to come up with my own dessert if you took my dessert? Or can yeah. I vote for pecan pie still? No, you have to take your own. I've taken it. Oh, it's gone. Jesus. What are you talking okay. about? It's the whole point. Well, I don't you, know if anyone's going to prioritize box wine over pecan pie. That's your fault, not mine. <laughs> you were really <laughs> smart to do pecan pie first. That was really good. Uh, yeah, so my vegetable which I think is going to be great, but I don't know if anyone's going to vote for it for me, is going to be grilled carrots, butter, rosemary. Yes. Get out I'm of there. there. I'm there. I'm totally there. On my list. Yep. Grilled carrots oh, are nice. amazing. Rosemary and butter. Yeah. Maybe just a sprinkle of brown sugar. Just a, just a smidge. Just to bring them home. All right, Nicholas, you've got your drink, the Arnold Palmer. What else you got? All right. Let's see. I'm going to go with my starch. Has anybody broken into starches yet? Rachel got the mac and cheese. She got the. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm going to rock some rolls. And I I said this. (laughs) I'm going to rock some rolls. You laugh. (laughs) Well, the bad part about it is I told you. That was unintentional. Please tell me. (laughs) It's worse. It's worse. I told my wife, I said, I. She says, you can put Hawaiian rolls on there. And I go, I don't want Hawaiian rolls. I want my grandma's rolls. And she looked at me and said, do not say that. I said, I'm going to say that I want my grandma's rolls on the podcast. And she just looked at me and she did this motion. (laughs) (laughs) He's running his hands down his belly. And I, and I cried a little bit inside because I I do want those rolls. Were they a yeast roll? Like a traditional yeast roll? Yeah, she's it's what it was the one thing that just like that rise for days and days. She would it was the homemade thing, right? Everything yeah. else you didn't know. Like some things were the ones that came out of the cans or whatever it was, and you just really didn't know. But you knew that grandma's rolls were grandma's rolls. Yeah, my mom it, used it was to the, make those kind of the yeast rolls that just just blow your like I'm I'm making blow your mind. I'm making them this year. I'm making oh, yeah. uh and I was gonna do it again and I was gonna challenge Adam that it's not really a starch because Rolls are their own thing on the Thanksgiving plate. Rolls are the rolls are the sponge. They're the great equalizer they, of the plate. Yeah. Everything's they, at the end, and you're just like, I don't know, I got a roll. I'm mopping it all up. I don't care what's in here. They are, but like when my mom has made the yeast rolls, it's mm. been a while since we've had one of those Thanksgivings, but when she has done that, I will go light on the mashed potatoes in anticipation of what's about to happen with the roll turkey combo. A yeast roll with a little butter and, a, and some turkey and some gravy and See, a little... Cranberry can relish. I, can I give my, 
May I give you a pro tip? Yes. That's why you eat early. And so when again. you pretend like you're a little hungry later, which yeah. no one is, you're just yeah. not in pain and you're like, well, that's right. got to change. Right. That's when you do that. So no, that's don't, what I don't want the whole time. De- don't deprive yourself of mashed potatoes. Just pretend like you have a vague appetite a couple hours later. And that's when you go back for the roll with the turkey and the cranberry sauce on it. I'll do three of those in my seat. Right. For sure. (laughs) Right. Covered in gravy. hundred percent. It's going to happen. It's amazing. All right. Nicholas has rolls and Arnold Palmer. You need a veg and you need a dessert. You get to pick one more and then where we go backwards now. Oh, we're backwards now. Yeah. Reverse, reverse. Reverse, reverse. Let's see. I'm going to save my veg for the last. So I'm going to go with another dessert. My wife is trying out a Butterfinger cheesecake with okay. a pretzel crust because sure. she's being all adventurous. One of those so I'm going to lock down, let's crust. just say, let's say the cheesecakey type of stuff. And I know that that's not traditional. I, I, I get that. I get that. But here's my thing. When you have the meal that I'm going to have, you're going to understand that 50% of it's still going to be dessert. Sure. That's what it's got to be. So it's mostly pies that we're bringing even to my, my mom and dad's house. They're, they're doing the whole cookie, uh, the cooking of the turkey and all that kind of stuff. There's like the spread. And we are in charge of the desserts. Literally, we're bringing all the pies. Nice. So that's one of the ones that she wants to try out. That sounds amazing. All right, Sean, you need starch and dessert. Starch is going to be sausage stuffing right out of joy of cooking. Yeah. Nix the apples. There's no apples in the regular bread stuffing recipe, and then the sausage one has apples in it. Sausage stuffing nicks the apples. That's I think that. that's fair. Yeah, no apples. We don't need it. It's like the raisin thing. It's just like, why? It's fine. Right. Oh we, don't need, we don't need them. We don't need them. All right, Rachel, you have uh, oh, your- Yeah, no raisins. Beaujolais Novois and mac and cheese, on the, <laughs> which is such a hilarious sentence. Uh, it is. It is. It works too. <laughs> yeah. totally. That would be a great pairing. Yeah. I feel it like it sounds yeah. amazing. I might end up voting for this Beaujolais <laughs> over my box. <laughs> I, I have to go find some. I think I might have to find some. It's a mission now. All right. You need a veg and a dessert. I'm going to go dessert first because uh, my husband is not a pumpkin pie guy. He hates pumpkin pie. <laughs> and like when you, and none of you have met him, but he's, he's very funny. He's got a very dry sense of humor. And what I'll, I like making him describe, I do it all the time. I make him describe pumpkin pie because every time he talks about it, he hates it so much. It just gets funnier and funnier. <laughs> and so I'll be like, why don't like, what is it that you, cause I'm, I'm kind of neutral. I like, I like pumpkin things. Like I make a really good pumpkin mousse and um, uh, I'm not, I don't care if it's in pie or not. I'm, I'm kind of like, I wouldn't necessarily go for it as my first choice, honestly. Um, but I'll ask him like, what do you, uh, what do you not like about it? He'll just be like, it tastes like death. Like he just keeps going. <laughs> I'm not even doing it justice. Stuff this. Um, so when I have made dessert before on Thanksgiving, um, I will bust out. Like I made a carrot cake once. Mm. Um, I made carrot cake today. You shut up. I did. You yeah. know, carrot cake. Is that you? Yeah. That? With Callie. Yeah. Car- well, I'm asking, I, I'm asking Rachel. I, I may do I what now say that again? Sorry. Is that what you're going with? You're going with carrot cake? I'm going with carrot cake, yeah. I'm gonna rock some carrot cake. Right. Or that's that would be if I was making dessert. I'm not because I'm getting a okay. pecan pie. But if I was going to make dessert, I would make carrot cake for sure. Some carrot cake. All right. Sounds good. Uh okay. I have bourbon, I have pecan pie, and so I I mean it's right there. I gotta I'm gonna take the gonna take the mashed potatoes, the the mashed potatoes and gravy. I mean, it's just you know. How do you 
I gotta have mashed taters and gravy. Makes All right. sense. Yeah, I don't even know that that needs a discussion. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, Kevin, you need a starch, you need a dessert. You get to pick twice. Well, after hearing my beloved pumpkin pie just dunked on for like a solid <laughs> minute, I, I still got to go. I'm a very endearing person, and I'll let you guys work <laughs> it out later. You guys can hack it out later. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. I, I will fully admit I am a basic bitch when it comes to my dessert <laughs> choice on Thanksgiving. Uh, I love the pumpkin pie. It's got to be cold yeah, out of the cold, refrigerator. Yeah. Can't be warm. And it's got to have the Cool Whip. Just a ton. And if you can, if cool you can whip, cover yeah. every ounce of that pumpkin pie and Cool yes. Whip, I'm going to be there. Yes. So uh, that's that's Michael my McDonald. choice. Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I really yeah, like is there. when uh, – have you had when somebody makes the little pumpkin pie cups? Little, little, They're like, good. Little pie cups with the filling that like, are a mousse with the whipped uh, – yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to have that crust. I mean that yeah. crust is, is yeah. completely part of it. Um, so yeah, there's my choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. All right, your starch, Kevin. Starch. Get oh, I'm up. speaking again. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going straight into starch. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was gonna go stuffing. Um, whew. I think let's I think if you're here. talking standard stovetop, I think that is different enough from what Sean has thrown out there that it is acceptable. I don't know. I'll I'll go actually. Um. I work up a mean diced red potato. Yeah. Uh, you know, I boil the potatoes first, get them soft, dice them up, cover them with a little olive oil. Uh, and if I'm feeling very unfancy, I'll just hit them with seasoning salt and then throw them in the oven. And yeah. honestly, yeah. they come out great, a little crispy. Yeah. I like to hit them at a 425 and then at the end, just broil them for a little bit to get yeah. that crisp. And uh, yeah. I started doing that. Um, we did a we did whole thirty for a while, which I really liked. Um, and I was using a bunch of clarified butter, and I started making what you're talking about. But I was reversing it, and I was using a cast iron skillet. And you would I would get the butter, the clarified butter, just screaming hot, and just get the get the potatoes all seasoned up and ready to go, and then fry the one side of them until they you know released from the cast iron. And then flip them all over and stick them in the oven at 350 for like 25 minutes. Oh, damn. They're unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are solid. But if you've got if you got kids like mine that go through some potatoes, the cast iron just doesn't hold enough yeah. potato. Yeah. You it know? doesn't. And no, it no, takes no. too long. You got a couple sheet pans in the oven. For people you're being very fry, polite, gonna... it will make enough potatoes for that. But let's just say that my yeah. wife and I <laughs> can we can finish you off know, the, the pan. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm feeling really saucy, I mean, I'm the type of guy who saves my bacon grease. I grew sure. up in that kind of household. Um, I'll, I'll toss them a little bit in bacon grease, too, sure. before I throw them in that oven. Yeah, amen. All right, uh, my vegetable, um, because I've got the mashed potatoes, I mean, i got to round that out with some corn. Uh, I like, I'm a mixer. The corn's going right on top of the mashed potatoes. I'm just not even, I'm not even going to pretend. I'm not even going to put it next to it. I'm putting it right on top. I'm saving space. It's going right in. I'm going to mix it. So the dish you're picking, just so I'm clear, is just corn. Corn is like off off the cob corn. Corn in a dish with butter on top and salt. All right. I feel you. But you're adding it to the potatoes. It's it's not just corn. You don't. I'm going to use it for that, but I'm going to, I'm also going to eat it as just corn next to everything else. But like, I'm going to put it, it's going to be touching. 
is my point. I'm with you. No, I, I was thinking about, I almost said for my starch that corn casserole. I don't know what it's even called, but it's like yeah. corn plus yeah, green yeah, corn yeah, yeah, yeah. plus sour cream plus yeah. butter. And uh, I had that. I had that the other night. We had like a corn casserole with with like nice. the, the slices of mac of American bread. cheese on top. Oh wow! Yeah, that sounds insane. All right, Rachel, red wine, a nouvelle Beaujolais Nouveau. I said it wrong, Beaujolais Nouveau. Uh, mac and cheese and carrot cake. What's your starch? No, you mean what's my veg? Veg. My veg. bad. My bad. Um, so I need to say I need I need to to just just I'm gonna stake out a position. Okay. Um, Thanksgiving is a stupid day for salad. Hear me out. Hold on. I used to always make a salad. I was like, we gotta have salad with pecans and like. I would no. I would. I I don't like. I don't like putting fruit things that are not. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I would make like a nice kind of. I'd make a dressing, like a balsamic mustard dressing, and some well, some arugula or something, and you know, we'd put it on the table, and everybody looks at it like, I hate that that salad's there. Because I feel obligated to have it, but there's mm-hmm. no room for it, and the dressing's gonna get everywhere, and then mm-hmm. nobody wants to put it in a salad bowl mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving because it looks ridiculous. Um, so I, I just, I, re, I reject the idea of like a healthy green thing on the plate. I do. I reject it. I reject it. Um, my husband is making roasted green beans this year. That's on him. He wants to do that. It's fine. He can take it on. I'm like, everything can be brown and like mushy and I don't, it's fine. Um, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I'm going to say any veg au gratin, any veg. Um, I know that's like basically super like decadent city that I'm saying I have mac and cheese and an au gratin vegetable. I don't care. I, it's one day that's a, a year. Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's fantastic. Right. You really are. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I would, no, I would, I would, I would, I would kind of get a little hippie well i don't want to say hippie but like one of my favorite cruciferous greens is um black russian kale i just love the but it's not quite as bitter i love the way it cooks you can kind of bang it around like you would like a collard green but it has kind sure. of a mildly sweeter flavor so black kale black russian kale ogre tan with some breadcrumbs on top little gruyere is so good like yeah. it's so insane so that's my veg sounds good for sure all right sean you need a dessert to round it out i'm going with apple crisp super simple it only has a couple ingredients i guess most things only do in the dessert category but yeah, yeah apple crisp part. you are an apple crisp guy <laughs> through and through nicholas oh, you need a veg all right here it goes so this is not necessarily something that I think that I would want, but I think it's something that belongs on the table. And it is for my father, because I know he's going to hear this later on. Yams and sweet potatoes are different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like yeah. distinctly different things. But my family teases him all the time because they, they put the two things together because at one point in time, he ordered yams at a restaurant thinking that he was going to get sweet potatoes. He was very disappointed with his decision. (laughs) So I'm going to say sweet potatoes belong on this table, but that is in like, like paying deference to my father so that he can actually have what I think he would really enjoy if he didn't get, you know, misconstrued whenever he ordered. So let's just say that that's for my father. That's not, that's not necessarily something that I need myself, but I think it belongs there. But isn't that technically a starch? 
Because ah, sweet potatoes uh, are okay. actually a tuber they and are. yams are a oh, not tuber. You want to play this so game? You want to play this game all day? Well, vegan, I'm just saying, <laughs> technically, technically, isn't that okay. a starch though? Okay. They are, so they're actually a root vegetable. They're like a beet. The, well, it's a, it's a hierarchy thing, right? So you can say vegetable, science vegetable, fruit right. vegetable, that, like, and then you can say tuber. So like, I wanted to just get the rolls on there. If you wanted to go something as far as that, you you already dissed on my salad, so I can't bring the salad. So that's <laughs> no, the, I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't diss on the salad. I said I don't believe, oh. Oh. I don't have, I I believe that salad has no. But it's your table, dude. It's your table. It's our we're gonna table. Let, it's we're our gonna table. Let, no, no, no. It's your table. We're going to let the people decide what's like, what the winning, like stand up for salad, man. Make the case why, for salad. This is why I said <laughs> if that this if, is there's the worst, a, if there's an issue, I will be the governor in Nebraska with their education system and I will just make a determination. And Google says that the sweet potato is a vegetable. All right. Fair enough. So therefore it is a vegetable. All right, so we got we wound up with I'm gonna run it back and then we'll we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Um, Nicholas has uh, tofu and Arnold Palmer rolls, sweet potatoes and cheesecake, which is a, a butterfinger with a pretzel crust. Uh, Sean and uh, Rachel and Adam and Kevin all have turkey, so you just assume turkey. Uh, Sean has box wine, sausage stuffing, no apples, grilled carrots and apple crisp, which. Your anti-apple sounds that sounds now. really good, and I'm I'm with I'm with you I'm with you with the apples like just keep yeah. just just even Waldorf salad has no business on Thanksgiving table. Yeah, yeah. I'll die on that mountain. <laughs> Rachel with her turkey has a uh, red wine, a mac and cheese, any veg that is done au gratin, and a carrot cake. Uh, with my turkey, I'm having bourbon, a little Woodford, uh, mashed taters and gravy, corn, and I've specified it on the sheet in a bowl with butter, and pecan pie. And Kevin is having with his turkey a beer, specifically a four-hands cast iron oatmeal brown, some diced red taters that sound unbelievable, and a green bean casserole, and a pumpkin pie with lots and lots and lots of Cool Whips. So, sounds good. We'll post a, a graphic, and uh, people can... Uh, vote. I'll make a little vote thing. People can can vote on who has the best uh, table, or just comment, or make fun of us, or so how d- whatever. I'm not one of the goo goo types who actually think that ranked choice voting is important for us to do. <laughs> but do do we want to talk about what it is, or like, yeah, how exactly does it work? No, no, no. This is a fun okay. Episode. We'll leave it. Yeah, nuts and bolts of ring. I'll tell you what. Let's do rank choice voting on the hundredth, the special hundredth episode that'll come out this Monday. Sean Diller can can educate us on rank. Oh choice no! <laughs> <laughs> Since he brought it up, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll we'll go from there. So, <laughs> thank you to uh, to Sean and Rachel and Nicholas and Kevin. Uh, thank you all for joining me for this. I, I I wasn't sure if this would be any good or not. I hope it's good. I hope people like it. I think it was fun. What do you guys think? I thought it was well, it's funny. the first time we've ever like, kind of all hung out together. Yeah, so yeah. our first Thanksgiving, really. Our yeah. first Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah it's, and we still can't, I, we still Aww. can't uh, actually hang out together. So this is as close as, as yeah. we're going to get. So <laughs> well, I had a good time. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And we'll see you back on Monday for the hundredth episode. No fly review this week. Nothing else. Uh, enjoy you know, the family you choose to be with and your food and deliciousness. And uh, we'll see y'all later. The 
Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, online with heartlandpod.com, subscribe, and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.